0: Welcome to the Bible reading plan plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow, grow as a disciple is to read and reflect on the scripture daily. We create this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's word. As we grow together in listening to the spirit. So whether you are working out at the gym, lying in bed getting ready to fall asleep for the night, or sitting in class listening to this instead of your teacher, we're glad you tuned in. Well, maybe not that last one. Pay attention to your teacher.
1: <laughs> Good morning. It's Thursday, and we're back with the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm joined by Steve. Steve, do you have any nicknames? Um Yes, not not so much recently,
0: but mm-hmm. when I was young, I had two big front teeth. So <laughs> I was known as Steve or Beaver. Steve, Steve or or Beaver. Beaver. So um yeah or steve was okay. one that we got okay. quite a bit growing up so um but other than that no i was never really into mm-hmm. nicknames i never yeah. had but but steve or beaver that's my claim there name, you go
1: so my two nicknames uh, i would get called chu you know kind of short for matthew or oh. Chew. okay um and then in college uh, i was notoriously known as the shark Oh, the shark. Um, That's interesting. Most people thought it was because I was a shark with the ladies, Mm. but uh, it really was because my junior year, I started drinking Sharkleberry Kool-Aid. Oh. And so uh when i returned to my senior year there was a big banner outside <laughs> my uh room or outside our apartment that said the shark is back yeah so, so the shark
0: what flavor is sharkleberry? how would you describe it i that? don't
1: remember i just remember it was fruity Fru- fruity yeah yep. bluish maybe I'm, uh, or more of a i don't remember okay. that either steve but All these right. are good questions yeah. i'll try to find some answers, okay good <laughs> yeah so right. uh so, Steve or Beaver, uh, this morning we're reading John two thirteen through 22. Uh, would you mind reading that for us today? Yeah, certainly.
0: All right. So, when it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts, he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and others sitting at the tables exchanging money. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all of them from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle, He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, get these out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. His disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house will consume me. The Jews then responded to him, what sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all of this? Jesus answered them, destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days. They replied, "It's taken us forty-six years to build this temple, and you're going to raise it in three days." But the temple had spoken of, but the temple he had spoken of was his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled what he said. They then then they believed the scripture and the words that Jesus Jesus had spoken. Mm. So, Matt, what's jumping
1: out to you? What what grabbed your attention on that? Yeah. Message? Well, first I had a question, and I think it's a question that's been asked, you know, for centuries um, when it comes to John's telling of this story. Like, is this like a, like, because usually in the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke who sort of see things the same way. um, This is a story that you have like during um, the the last week of Jesus's life before his crucifixion, as he enters into Jerusalem, usually this is where that scene happens. And so the age old question is, well, is this a, like a, a second time that that happened, you know, earlier yeah. in his ministry. And then there was one later. Um, and some people believe, well, John, because he wrote his gospel last knew that some of these other stories were already like written. So he was real selective on, on what stories he decided to include in his gospel and maybe took some liberty, like not necessarily having to put it like in chronological order. Um, so I, I just reflected on that. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, but, uh, the, 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 I did some reading, you know, to discover some of that, and, and the other piece that just jumped out to me is um, when Jesus talks about like his father's house, um, and, and his father's, um, you know, house is a place of prayer. And uh, but that word he uses when he when um, he talks about like you know the, destroy this temple and I will raise it up in three days um, is is the word oikos, which is a word that that we use a lot um, in, in our Discipleship kind of culture here at Victory Point. Oikos means just like an extended spiritual family, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's subtle, but I, but I think um, Jesus is is sort of pointing out that you know temple is something we the, the, the Jewish people would probably um, traditionally think of as it's a it's a location, it's a place you go in order to. Um, you know, be around the presence of God because this is where God lives, and um, I, I think Jesus, you know, his his life, obviously in his ministry, but but even in his language here is like, um, it, the the temple's more mobile, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, it, it's it's a people, not a place, and um, it, it's it carries the presence of God, you know, as a as extended spiritual family. And I just I love that as I think about like missional communities and I think about that part of our culture. Um, And I know I'm kind of deviating from from the from the from the storyline of of this particular scripture. But but just that's where 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 my mind went, you know, is that like um, like it's so true that the temple is not like the victory point building. Right. You know, it's not a place you have to go to in order to be in the presence of God. It, It just happens to be a place where. The, the temple of God decides to come together, you know, the, the the family of God, the oikos of God decides to come together at certain times and days, um, but um, it's not the only place, and it's just as legitimate, and it's just as beautiful, and it's, and it counts um, when it's gathered in someone's living room, and when it's gathered in uh, someone's barn, or backyard, or deck, and um, so, yeah, that, that, just that whole idea of, of temple, and I think that's why Jesus says, like, you know, um, I'm when they say like, "How are you gonna if you tear it down? How are you gonna build it in three days?" Because he's mm-hmm. speaking about a different kind of temple, yeah. a different kind of oikos. Yeah, well,
0: that's good because I I'm glad you pointed that when Often when I think about that part, obviously he's talking about his death and resurrection. You know, his mm-hmm. die, he's dead for three days. He comes back to life, mm-hmm. and that's why he's. Living. But just also the, the thought of that, you know, the the body of Christ, the temple, is not brick and mortar. And, yeah and um so you can't really destroy that and you if it, for some reason it does like you know we covid hit and so we mm-hmm. had to re figure out how we did church and we did that it was rebuilt mm-hmm. maybe not quite three days it probably took a few yeah. weeks to yeah. get to those things yeah. but the idea that it's it's not a building that the building is not what matters mm-hmm. it's the people and it's the spirit of that so mm-hmm. cool um one of the things that i just I, well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I at the top of my notes it says chronology. I thought this was took yeah. place during the Holy Week, so yeah. I had that same thought. Um, yeah, but one thing I've I've struggled with with this passage um, is just the idea of Jesus is he's ticked off and he shows that very aggressively. You know, over the tables. It talks about he um, created a whip out of cords and mm-hmm. and and so he's. It's a very visible expression of his anger. And some might say, and and what I struggle with is, okay, if Jesus is perfect, Jesus doesn't sin, mm-hmm. how is this not sinning,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Because he's, he's visibly angry. And so, you know, maybe what it is, it, it demonstrates to us that it's okay to be angry and to, to express that, you know, you have to do it in a way that's not yeah. harmful, I guess. But so as we struggle with you know, what does it mean to follow Jesus and what does it mean to look at him as, as a perfect example, this might be something that people need to look a little bit more about. Okay. He did express his frustration. He did express his anger and it was okay. And so maybe that gives us some freedom. Um, I don't know. That does that. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of what I wrestled with the, with this passage. What we, you
1: know, yeah. I mean, I, I think what I hear you saying is um, in, I don't want to oversimplify it but maybe like there are some things that are worth getting worked up over yeah you know especially when it comes to things of injustice yeah. you know or 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 you know that but but obviously if if jesus is our picture that, that that we are to imitate um i think we need to be very discerning, mm. you know, um, that's the one thing he had going for him is he had perfect discernment and intimacy with the father. And, um, he never did anything outside of the the father's, you know, will and desire. Um, so we need to make sure we may, we, 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 we deepen in our relationship with him and, and, uh, like be very, very clear on, on what yeah. we're discerning. But, but I think Jesus is a picture that, that there are some things worth, um, doing something about. You know, it's the incarnation, right? Like, like he he couldn't just st- stay there in heaven and like look at like um, look look at the look at what's happening to to my people. Look at what's mm-hmm. happening. You know, um, look at how the the enemy is is destroying. You know, uh, my creation. Like, mm-hmm. I got to do something about it. You know, um, yeah. and he did. And and I think this is another picture where th- there's some things that are that are worth having, like righteous. Um, response to you know yeah. like like a holy discontent about um, yeah I mean that that phrase zeal for your house will consume me um, but I, but again then when, then when I used the I hope I got that right the Greek word oikos there and someone can correct me if I got this wrong uh, but but if if the word house there or or temple, you know, in verse 19 is really more oikos, like really implying more of like a, a an extended household spiritual family, you know, then that gives that, that phrase a little bit different feel, you know, zeal for your house will consume me. It's not zeal for the brick and mortar temple. Mm-hmm. It's zeal for the family of God, you yeah. know, and, um, look at what, like, these people were doing to the family of God Mm -hmm. by maybe overcharging all these prices. And there was injustice and and taking advantage of marginalized people and um, like zeal. Like, so I just put a little different spin on it for me. Like, do, do I have zeal for the family of God? You know, the people of God, you know, like people, not, not a building. And um, yeah, I think that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, there's the, in the Beatitudes, it talks about blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth and that could send a 50 message that there mm-hmm. is a time when it's okay mm-hmm. not to be meek when we have to mm-hmm. s- stand up for the part of the family that us that can't stand up for themselves yeah you know if we have the the ability to do that and so um so i see this is not maybe not so much as a question of was it okay for jesus to get angry it's yeah he was justified he um he's telling us that there are times like you said mm-hmm. where it's okay where mm-hmm. we need to
1: to speak up so mm-hmm.
0: Um yeah
1: very good very good well steve it has been an honor uh sharing the the podcast microphone with you this week yeah. thank you for helping pioneer uh the victory point bible reading podcast 2.0 yeah. Yeah. yeah in in a new way um it's it's been a pleasure kind of being a part of this with you um sorry if our episodes have felt a little long this week that's because you got a pastor on the microphone <laughs> and i can't help myself and I love uh, to
0: talk. So, yeah,
1: I, this was fun. I enjoyed this. And um, there's no uh, podcast on Friday of this week because our Bible reading plan only has four passages this week. So, one thing I might encourage you to do is uh, like we, um, sometimes do just give you something to do on Friday instead is uh this coming Sunday uh March 7 Chris Klein is going to be uh preaching and uh he's going to be preaching on the practice of silence okay in solitude you know as an abiding practice and so maybe what I would encourage you to do is you know normally these podcasts are like uh 15 minutes um but uh maybe like what if you took 10 minutes tomorrow and in the time you usually like listen to the podcast uh What would it be like to maybe take 10 minutes of just silence and and just quiet, you know, um, and not look at your phone, not listen to any music, not read anything. Uh, Just be quiet and uh, just see um, what the spirit might say to you and and just receive that from the Lord as as your podcast expression tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, One thing I I thought maybe we should have mentioned this way back on Monday, but you had mentioned, hey, if. You're reading wrong about the Oikas to let us know. And so I want to encourage our listeners that just because we said it here and this doesn't mean we're right or doesn't right. mean it's in. So another challenge for you is to to push back, whether it's emailing us or yeah. I think there's places you can put in the podcast, the recording, but yeah. um, just
1: email Brendan McClinic. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and Steve Rusticus, right? Yeah. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Just, um, just don't email us if we got something wrong.
0: Right. But just, you know, um, it's okay if you yeah. don't agree with what we're saying, because who knows if we're right. Um, but just you know, process for yourself what mm-hmm. you heard this week, and um, and really, we encourage you to to think for your for yourselves about
1: what what you heard this week. Yeah. So, if you got comments, uh, additions, just um, Kairos's just in, info at victorypoint.org.
0: Well, thank you again for joining us this week. And next week, join us again on the podcast. It won't be the two of us, but it will be other other mm-hmm. everyday people um, digging into the word of God. So until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. Have a great day. See ya.